welcome to episode 293 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Maddie B. Joined in Studio K this week by Knoop and Harv. Guys, Bronell's off again. It's becoming a regular occurrence. <laughs> uh, we, did, we just might need a little recount here again. Uh, might need an intervention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is, uh, it, it might be a problem, Harv. Well, he just seems to you give that guy an inch and he'll take a foot every time. <laughs> what was this? Oh, yeah. Getting sick. <laughs> Getting not <laughs> sick not yet. Well. He's not feeling well. <laughs> not sick yet. Might no. be sick tomorrow. Can't come tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, not only not only did he not come tonight, but uh, on this Shit. episode we have Stuart McDonald. Yeah, and he's been just dying for a guest for weeks. And then yeah. bails on the guest. Well, you know why he wanted a guest? So that he didn't have to show up. <laughs> that could be it, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, but we had a great chat. We just finished. Had a wonderful chat with Stu Mac. Uh, talked about his career. Talked about a lot of things, actually. So that was very enjoyable. I, I'm excited for everyone to hear about it. Really because good on, on this episode, other than Stu Mac, we don't have a whole hell of a lot. Just Probably why Bronell decided to take it off. I do have one complaint, and I can't wait to get to it in weeks. But. Uh, okay, that that's good. Um, part two, we're doing this in Studio K. We do not have the mic stands, so I'm just going to get it out of the way early. If we start muttering about with our mics, uh, there's going to be some chord sounds. And at this point, who cares? <laughs> I'll try new? my best. What else is new? I'm yeah. going to try my best. And I'm in the middle of you two. We're on the couch here. Uh, the casting coach at Studio K. Comfy. And I got to look to both sides, so I apologize if I don't talk in my mic, but I think I'm probably the best at it, side-to-side uh, -side movement, because I keep the mic in front of me and not yes. just turn my head. Well, it also helps that it's in your hand. So now when you turn, everything kind of comes you with you. Yeah, that's so, fair. but they give me a grief about that all the time. Yeah. So. yeah, and everyone can see the screen. You can tell if you're loud or quiet, yep. and which is always Bronell's gripe and why he's always the quietest and the loudest. The guy yells all the time. All the nitpicking he will have for this episode yes, is sure going to be, be off the of charts. Uh, before we get into all of that, though, we want to thank our sponsors, Player Golf, PLYRGolf.com. Use the promo code DRIVETHEGREEN for 20% off your order. Christmas is around the corner. Get that promo code used. And if you like, if if that special someone in your life wants some Drive the Green gear, reach out. Yeah, we got a fresh set of hoodies in. Um, the last ones we did were direct to garment, so they were kind of, they would... You know, as you wear them a hundred times and wash them, slowly fades. Some people like the faded look. If you don't like the faded look, these ones are vinyl pressed on and quite vibrant. Yes. Uh, so if you want a hoodie, reach out. Uh, we'll get you one. You'll not, have to pay for it. but Not to mention the triple threat gear is legit. Yeah, very good. The yeah. triple threat t-shirts that we print on are legitimate. Yeah. Uh, Player makes really good uh, t-shirts too, by the way. They do as well. Uh, very similar in quality. Very similar. Yes, We're very similar fit too. I find. Yeah, I would say nice. they're very. Yeah, yeah, they're very very similar. Uh, we're also members of Team Callaway. Um, I'll say this as I do every week. Now that golf season's over, we're closer to the next time we get to play, and the next time we're gonna play will be uh, with the AI Smoke, mm -hmm. including and getting fit for them soon. and new irons, <laughs> and not to and mention, I can only get so hard. Uh, last but not least. We're sponsored by Churchill. Since we're in Studio K and uh, Knoops drank all his Churchills, well, I'm having a non-Churchill. Oh, you got one over there? I got there? the last blonde. Ah, oh, shit. In the fridge, so. Okay. Well, I'm drinking something else. No browns? It's pretty cold out, guys. I think yeah. I Was there a brown? I already had a brown. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, and I, 
for the first time in a long time, I almost said we were members of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, which we are not, because it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, all right, let's get into weeks. I'm going to reel off Bronell's here, uh, since he's not here. Uh, he had a lot of talking points, so we'll just buzz through those, I guess. Well, he, he had a big complaint and then just doesn't show up for yeah, it. So a guy who loves to complain had a complaint and then doesn't show up <laughs> to complain. <laughs> he must really be sick. <laughs> uh he said he had 11 drinks, 7, 12, and 302. Uh, and then he said Halloween is the worst. That's all he said. Uh, he said uh, figuring out costumes sucks. Paying $40 for candy to give out sucks. Giving out candy sucks. Having a bunch of leftover garbage candy, probably like rockets, sucks. The whole thing sucks. Yeah. Did you see How did I do? that picture of a shopping cart that had a bag of rockets in it? Like that had to be a troll, right? It was a troll. He couldn't have bought those. Rockets Old, are legit. Only, I don't know why no, you guys... The only rockets buy, are legit? Yeah. They aren't legit. I steal my kids. They don't like them. You buy rockets. so many. You buy rockets to troll other parents is what you do. You buy rockets, give them to kids, they take them home, and their parents are like, who gave you these? And then you did your job. I'd rather and get and a pencil. The parents eat them because they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> parents eat them. It's awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you if you crushed up sidewalk chalk and threw it in a wrapper that looked like that, I would think it's the same thing. So probably one of the top five moments in the five year pod history is Bronell's top five Halloween candy and rockets, and rockets being on there. <laughs> like nothing has stuck as long as that has. Uh, so just quick little you note: know what hasn't so stuck? Bronell's <laughs> attendance in the last <laughs> two months. So Bronell's complaining about spending forty dollars on candy. So we are. This is our first. Uh, Halloween in this new house. Um, apparently, it's, it's, be it's a bucks. popular spot. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, talking to a friend that lives kind of just around the corner, uh, he said they spend like two hundred fifty dollars on candy every year to give up. My I lights would be yeah, off. I was going to say Harvard early. Off the <laughs> so, I am not looking forward to that. I uh, I live in a new house now, so I have no idea what to expect. Uh, on that note, my old house sale closed. I got the check today, oh, so that's nice. nice. Was, I, don't whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to. I don't want to give it you, away. Were you the one that went to the casino today and no, put it all I on was red? Not. <laughs> I was not. But if I did, it would have been a big old. Uh, <laughs> well, it'd be a big divorce if we lost, but a big trip would have been planned if I won. What a win! Yeah. Yes. The uh, craziest thing about Halloween in in my neighborhood is like my street. And Knoop could probably vouch for this because he lived the street over. My street, like we give out. I don't know. We get like hundreds, like over a hundred kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Canoop Street would like because my parents were over there too. They get like ten kids. Yeah. No one. Oh, the Canoop's old street. Yeah. 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 Like I have no. It's so hit or miss. Like Canoop's new area is people drive here and drop off their kids because it's kind of a closed neighborhood with not a lot of traffic. So just drop their kid off and let them walk all the way down and back mm-hmm. in a closed neighborhood. They can't go anywhere. I'm surprised they don't have security guards at the front. They should. <laughs> Every kid should have a. Do you go here? Do you live here? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I get in shit by my wife every year because I, contrary to her belief of me not wanting to do anything, I prefer to see kids come to the door and to hand them candy. Yeah. I like seeing different costumes, at my house. I purchased a house in order to hand out Halloween candy. Yep. I don't want to parade my kids around to uh, like seven stops in a night. I've seen their costumes. I put them on. I want to see other people's. 
My the thing I probably hate the most about Halloween is you get a costume for your kids, mm-hmm. and like all, but it's maybe too elaborate, or it's got it's too big for them to wear to school. So now you got to get a second costume <laughs> just for them to go to school in because they can't <laughs> wear this one because they got to put ski pants on mm-hmm. to go on the bus and all this stuff. So now it's like I got to give them another costume. Just yes. so they can wear this under their snowsuit, <laughs> so they can yeah. wear a costume to school. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, and we are every what two out of every three or three out of every five Halloween seem to be just winter coatish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got that sick costume that you can wear to school, but it doesn't fit over your coat. Exactly. Yep. So, and I would say, yeah, it's probably bad in sixty percent. Yeah. Now those years when it's not when it's you know four or five degrees outside you can get away with a sweater. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it'll be tomorrow night. Not tomorrow night, and I will be in the comfort of my own home. And as is tradition, usually the World Series is on, and yes, mm-hmm. we get lucky. I remember a couple couple years in a row, Game Seven of the World Series was on on Halloween. Good luck getting hmm. me out of the house. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, that was Brownell's week and the Halloween talk. We hit the quota for this week. I'll go next. Not uh, not a ton going on in my life. Uh, I am back to work in the office. Oh, yeah? So that started today. Parlays uh, everywhere, eh? Uh, yeah. The g- it's easy to make parlays <laughs> when you're at an o- when you're in an office. Sitting at a computer, for sure. <laughs> it's easy to make them. <laughs> it was a lot harder when I was outside yeah. when, because then I had to take time out of work. Yeah. The other guys are looking at me weird like, hey, are you coming back to work? Um, yeah, <laughs> just I just got to gotta do a thing. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now I'm just at the desk. I'm doing that thing. Uh, so, yeah. So, I was back to work uh, last week. I say back to work in the office. Last week, we did have a, uh, a staff conference. Uh, kind of got away from me a little bit. One of the nights was team building. We played pool. Mm. Pool billiards uh, to the uh, historics. Um, but I would say that pool is like golf and like curling is a very in-the-pocket sport. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest. Yeah. One of the biggest. Because I, I got there. We had a supper before. So I started to – I was right on the front end of the pocket. And then our first – they do uh, at the local billiards tavern. Um, they put together tournaments for you, so two two-person tournaments. And the first five games, I was like pocket, like – you you really know in billiards when you're in the pocket when you can start to like really set up your fingers in the proper teepee, uh, you know, and it's just like yep, and the stroke I got, is straight. Yeah, stroke is straight. Yeah. Long and cuts we were five, everywhere. Oh, long cuts <laughs> everywhere, and it was just like we just mowed people for the first few, uh, five and zero, oh, and then it got out of the pocket. We still ended up uh, going undefeated, but then just randomly cut off the tournament because it's not really for standings. It's just like you're just having a fun tournament. Yeah, play time every team. frame. And then the buses started taking people down downtown to like the final destination, I guess, the pub that we were going to. And naturally I said, well, I'm not leaving until I'm on the last bus. Since so started playing people for money out of the pocket, mm. it, it didn't work. No good. I would say pool is the one that the, po- the pocket's small in pool. 
Like golf, you can kind of get away with it, right? Yeah. Before you really fall off the well, the other side of the out of the pocket. Yeah. I find it's pool been- like when you're in it, you can't miss, but like it's a small window. You have an, it, we were it's almost by the teams. sip. Two person it's almost teams. by the sip though. You have one more <laughs> sip, you're out of the pool pocket. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I felt that at least I had a partner who was stayed in the pocket. Luckily. And they did the heavy lifting after that. Like I, once I got out of it, we were still. They were kind of hiding my flaws, but then afterwards, when I got out of the pocket, they could they and we were playing for money. It was just like, they were they're hopeless. Yeah. So, uh, with that said, twenty six this week. Ooh, wow. Yeah, uh, big night. Uh, Eighty four in thirty days this month, and seven ninety five. Jeez, it's gonna be tough for him to catch you. Now, he can. For sure. He yeah. can. 7.95, so he's back to 83 down. That guy's one any day away from a 20 <laughs> spot. Any if anyone can do it, it would be him. So, Yeah, so that's where we're at, boys. I'll uh, go next. Yeah? Okay. Um, I really didn't do much. In fact, the only thing I have for this week is actually a story that involves my wife. So, mm-hmm. And it's, it's a shame Bronell isn't here for this because he's a big-time road rage guy. <laughs> Like I, there might not be a sucks at driving. Yeah, every in. person sucks at driving, and multiple times a week he will comment on how bad the drivers <laughs> are in Musha. So my wife, who is very similar, normally she's very laid back and whatever, but when she's driving, she gets upset at people. So I guess the other day there was someone driving so badly, like she said they were going like fifteen kilometers an hour down like. Cotto and down ninth west mm-hmm. and in like both of the lanes so she's <laughs> like there's something wrong with this person i'm calling the police so she <laughs> legitimately phoned the police on this person driving in front of her and, and the, did she follow them to make sure the police showed up yes the police asked her to follow them so this person pulled <laughs> off onto like caribou or something and like pulled into a into a parking lot and my wife just kind of like pulled in and sat back and the police showed up and this woman <laughs> got out of her vehicle and like went over to the police officers like this person's following me <laughs> and they're waiting for me in this parking lot and they're like the police officer's like yeah we told her to do that no way <laughs> your driving was so bad that <laughs> what came of it i don't know she left but like the cops i'm pretty sure like I don't know. Gave a warning at least. But like, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, like, like oh, I don't know if I could ever do that. Like, well, um, <laughs> I, I, my the extent of my martial law, unlike your wife, and calling the cops, is the stern. Wait, just follow that person until you get some sort of double lane that you can pull up right beside them. And then literally give them the hand up, like, yeah. what the fuck yeah. are, what are you, you doing? doing? Yeah, the the international sign, yeah. just the hand up. <laughs> the international sign at WTF. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Now, yeah, so she called the cops. Like, I don't know if I could ever go that so far. So 15, mm-hmm. 15 isn't bad, but I did follow, um, so for those that are familiar with Mooshja, 4th Avenue uh, Northwest goes right by the Limbrook. Yep. So coming going south turn on and i'm behind two vehicles the vehicle in front is going 21 according to my truck 21 down down uh fourth avenue and every time there's a patch of ice slows down to 15 21 15 the person in front of me 
decides to pass, obviously. But not did they only decide to pass. They decided to pass right before the train bridge underpass, just past the golf course. Ooh. And there was a car coming. Oh, my goodness. So who's dumber there, the person going 20 or the person that passed them in a blind underpass, yeah. almost causing a head-on collision with the other car coming? Yeah, we were all looking at, like, Halloween decorations the other night, like mm-hmm. how you do with Christmas decorations, but for all the Halloween inflatables and whatnot. And someone just like ripped past me on your old street, right in the uh, intersection. The uh, no, where they have the the camera. Oh, good. No way. (laughs) So like they must, they got him for sure, because like it was right before it, and like yeah, I was going like forty, and they just like and just cruise past. I'm like, well, that was a silly maneuver. So we, we, my wife and I have called the cops on someone as well. Actually, it was just down the street from you. Right on the corner of your street, okay. there's a black truck that sometimes goes in there. So we were coming out around our st- our old street one morning, and this guy pulled right in front of us, and we almost hit him, and it was dead ice. So we're pissed off, whatever, and I lay on the horn as I go by. They have that little kind of roundabout driveway. So he pulls in, comes out, starts following me, just honking. So we get going, get onto Cotto, and he zooms by me going like 80 and just like flipping the bird, and just losing it at me. And this guy's like, honestly, he's probably 80 years old. Really? And so call the cops and we're like, okay, so he's got this. He's blah, blah, blah. So follow up with him. Yeah, we found him. We gave him shit. And that was kind of about it. Hmm. But just a bunch of narcs on this podcast. Apparently. Well, yes. Yeah. So anyways. It's all coming <laughs> out. <laughs> I didn't have any drinks, so I'm still 500 for the year. <laughs> Jeez. I think you're going to try to stay 500. Well, it's the goal. What's the thing we got coming up? I got a Christmas party on the 17th of November. Right, right. No other clients. And you can't forget MJHS's uh Oh, that Christmas too, party. yeah. I did put in enough time. You showed up. Showed up to late sod once and we were done. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, I did that that one time, but I also did that other one in Sunningdale there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. You did earn your keep. And Bronell helped too. And I think... It Probably picked up. Oh, something. I drove the trailer once. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. That's enough. Uh, quick week for me. Uh, not a whole ton. Doing some coaching, some volleyball stuff again. Uh, kid had their finals this weekend, so obviously we got a bunch of snow and changed the game quite a bit. So we had uh, played this turn this team early in the year in the season. We beat them by like twenty one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of our running backs are super fast, and they just get to the outside and go. With all Lions, of the snow, right? yeah. yeah. With all the snow, it made it a lot harder for them. So eight six was the score at half, and I kept saying to my wife, "Like they got to stop trying to run outside. Just run it up the middle because they spread them out. They had two DBs on either side, and then just a few guys on the inside. Yeah, because they're like, well, they know they want to get to the outside. So second half, they started running up the middle, and then uh, yeah, ended up winning thirty twenty. I saw your so, kid was wearing a head sock. Yeah, he's pretty pumped. Was that he's pretty that excited. at the Elks Field there? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was weird. Like, why wouldn't they plow that off? All they did was the line. Just the line. Yeah, I know, but why wouldn't they do it all? I don't know. Because they drove man. by city Friday man, and Saturday night, like, and I'm like, why is that city. covered in snow? City of Moose City of Moose Jaw, man. Yeah. <laughs> Working on a weekend? Um, Good point. One other thing. So, but kid new basketball shoes. Um, sport check. $100 you have to spend. You get free shipping. Uh, these shoes are like 80 bucks. So, I had to pick something. Socks. I wanted to say, like, the best thing ever is brand new socks. 
I can't wait to wear these things yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, you don't like wash them before, no, right? It's yeah. like auto Some put them on and they feel so before. good. I can't wait. I don't um, think I, w- I don't think I wash anything before wearing it other than uh, eh, underwear even still. No, I, I wouldn't. Just toss them on. No. They're all good. It's all good. I was going to say other than underwear, but no, I take those two unders right out of the box and throw them on. Uh, the last thing I want to kind of touch on, I want to get your guys' opinion. I know what Harv's is going to be. I'm um, sure Brona would have one, but he's not well, here. He, yeah. I know what his would be as well. Um, ma- I think this thing's making a sound. I can feel it like... Yeah, look. Look on the screen. That's probably it's annoying probably for your, someone. Your, uh, Sorry, I'm trying not to move this microphone, but I can even feel it in the guts of my microphone. Go on. Um, I brought my youngest to go to a subway today to go get a sub. And... You go to pay. Now at Subway, they're asking for tips. No. Yes. Sandwich artists. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's been a while there. I know. I used to be a bartender and a server and do all that stuff. You know what? They're working hard. They have to tip out. They have to tip out the kitchen, the hostess, managers, all those other people. I get the tip there. I we're in line in Subway for literally in there for five minutes. And they're asking for tips. how much you tip nothing yeah of course Absolutely. i look them right i look them right in the eye and hit zero <laughs> i just i don't know i can't like in an instance like same that, with I like just pe- same with like pizza places yes. like i i'm coming to pick up the pizza from you you are doing nothing i agree that, that's I, a big old zero i'm good with tipping you're going to a restaurant you know what standard 20 percent, or 18, someone delivering 25. it to you yes yeah. exactly but you're literally standing there and it's been two minutes I just yeah, I can't I can't do it anymore. Hmm. Can't do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know where I stand on that. Probably don't need it for sure. No. Yeah. Uh, I will say I I don't know if I'm even a, like can move now. Oh, you gotta stay foot. Just I'm yeah, worried about ahead. them. We did the mics. Me holding this mic for a Stu Mac interview. I'm worried it's gonna suck. Yeah. Well done. Usual stuff. Like, I for the first time ever I can f- like feel there's like a. What's the word uh, in the middle of, uh, not guts, uh, like a pendulum or something. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. But there's something in it, equal like the equilibrium of it's like off. A like a metronome. Mm. The, yeah, but like I can feel something moving in my mic now whenever I move. So I think I'm the cause of all this Interesting. bad. Interesting. Well, Bruno's going to have a field day with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, five drinks this week, so 6.49 on the year. Okay. No, none were beer, so... The ten. top three spots are there is a lot of movement still in those. Yeah, some jockeying. Jockeying is a perfect term. Uh, right. Should we go through the news really quick? You want to go news what? and then Stumac to finish because we got picks. Yeah, I don't know what everything. I think we should get into Stumac right now, and we'll come back after Stumac. Go through the news, real buzz through that, and get through picks. Okay, sounds good. Yep. All right. Uh, so up next is uh, f- now friend of the pod, Stuart McDonald, and. Uh, Gives us a little insight into his career, what's next for him, and uh, Rapid Fire was very fun. And we can't forget about DJ Big Mac, which we'll get to <laughs> in approximately 17 minutes. We'll be back after to do uh, news and picks. Until then, enjoy. Maddie B with Drive the Green. Uh, I'm here with uh, Knoop and Harv, and this week on the show, we got another Canadian that's playing some pretty damn good golf right now. You've heard the show, uh, Three Men and a Baby, but it's three wins and a baby for this guy uh, this year. Uh, the pride of Vancouver, uh, BC, Stuart McDonald. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so in the intro, uh, we're going to start with, um, you know, recency bias and 
you've had a couple of big wins on the Astro Tour lately, and then obviously winning the uh, the Ottawa Open this year. Just tell us about kind of where you're feeling about your game, and and you know, life's pretty good. Yeah, um, just kind of getting better, getting better every day. It seems like um, I've had a good season, pretty much. I I felt like I played really consistently, and I just kind of I gave myself the chances to shoot low scores. Like ball striking wise, it was just a lot more solid, a lot more steady. And then, um, like on the Latin tour, I made a bunch of cuts. I was finishing like between like 15th and 20th, it seemed like every week. But I was like, I was kind of frustrated because I was hitting it good. And I knew if I made some putts, then I'd be right there and just kind of kept on hitting it good. And obviously, Ottawa, it was kind of just a culmination of hitting it good and making putts. And obviously, to get that, that dub there was, huge for huge for me huge for confidence and obviously it was huge to give me a chance to try and get in that top five um the four net the four net points on the canadian tour uh didn't get it obviously but right um yeah the game's the game's solid and um getting ready for second stage here in a couple weeks and yeah hope all goes well so you talked a little bit about your game and you're hitting it solid and doing all that stuff so uh what were some of the focuses for you kind of over the last four or five months, uh, what have you been working on to kind of get uh, get to that next step? Um, I guess there's like you know there's multiple there's multiple things that need to go on well to to go on to play well. Obviously, like ment- the mental side of the game is huge. The ball striking side of the game is huge, and then putting um, is huge. Um, but you know, if the ball striking is good and the mental is not really there, you know, it doesn't mean you're, you might shoot one, two under, but that doesn't really get you anywhere in pro golf. Like if you're mentally on and you're hitting it good. You're those like one, one, two underscores are going to be, you know, four, five, six. So obviously along with hitting it good, you know, mentally, I feel like I've been like clarity wise, just a little sharper and you kind of just make better decisions on the golf course. And it kind of translates into better scores. Um, but technically for me, um, I've just honestly, one of the biggest things was um, I'm pretty close to the Ledbetter family. And and David, uh, David Ledbetter came out with a training aid called the straightaway. Mm-hmm. And I started using it like six months ago. And it's pretty much, it focuses on your takeaway. And it pretty much, it's like a putting mirror to make sure your eyes are over the ball. This is, it's for your takeaway. So, you know, you take it back three feet and it, and it, there's a little, kind of stick on it and it tells you pretty much you're in the right spot. So you just kind of, I kind of just, you know, practice with that a bunch. And I felt like getting into the right spot, the first three, three feet of the golf swing got me into a, a more consistent, um, the rest of the swing, which is more consistent. Um, so that's been huge and it's kind of, yeah, no, technically it's made me kind of do some things that I never really wanted to do because it just felt so weird. So I just kind of committed to that and, you know, obviously things don't happen overnight. So just kind of been pecking away at that. And that's been for technically for me, that's been huge. Yeah. Uh, we've had lots of guys on the show that uh, talk about that mental side of things and how you recently became a father. So did you find that, you know, these guys have talked about just becoming a father kind of takes, takes your mind away from it and, you know, to focus on, wow, there's some, there's some big things that go on in life outside of the game. Do, have you found that that's kind of, helped you relax? Does it put more pressure on you now that you have that family or is it just 
you know, it's just, you go home and you got other things to worry about. It kind of takes your mind off of it. And yeah, I think it's like, yeah, like I think I'm still going to the course. So playing in tournaments, like with just as much pressure as I would before, but I think it is like a subtle distraction when you leave the golf course. Um, you know, whether you play bad or good, like that side of the, that side of your life is like going to stay the same pretty much. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty sweet going back, coming back home to, to see a little one. And, um, that's pretty sweet, but yeah, I think it's a little distraction that kind of just puts your mind, um, away from the golf side of things. And I don't know, it could be a lot of different reasons, but I think that's definitely, definitely one of them. Right on. Um, Oh, I was just going to say, so talked about the two wins and I think this last one got you into Asian tour Q school. One of the, one of the sections there. What's mm-hmm. kind of the next steps? Is that the plan? Is it to go back to Canadian tour? Is it to go to Latin tour? Cause you've kind of, you kind of were on all of them, all of the above right? kind of all year. So what's kind of the plan for you to take that next step next year or what's the path um, to find the best way to do that? Yeah. So after I won that first Asher event, I guess it was part of a four tournament, like race points total. And the winner of that points list got an exemption into the final stage of Asian Q school. Um, So Asian Q school is just like corn Ferry. It's just, it's three stages. Um, um, So yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing. And I won, I was like, Oh, that's interesting. That'd be kind of nice to have in the back pocket. Maybe. Um, if corn fairy Q school, you know, I didn't play too hot. Um, and then obviously winning last week secured me that spot. Um, but yeah, I'd prefer not, I'd honestly prefer not to, you know, play golf over there. Um, I'd rather just, you know, get through, I'm going to second stage, like I said, in a couple of weeks. So I'd obviously, I just prefer to get back on the corn fairy tour and do it that way. Mm-hmm. I know all the courses I've played, I don't know, like 90, a hundred corn fairy events probably. Um, so that'd just be simpler. And then obviously there's 30 cards now, um, in the regular season. So yeah, I'd, I'd rather do that, but you know, if, if not, then I think I would go over there and, and do f- the final stage of Asian Q school and just see, I don't know, see what happens there. And, um, who knows, could be playing live tour in 2024. Nice. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I want to, I know we're talking about recent, recent success, but I do want to take one step back, obviously growing up as a Canadian uh, playing college golf, give us a little bit, uh, you know, the Cliff's notes version for those that, that maybe haven't been following your career of how you've got to this point. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I grew up obviously in Vancouver. Um, my, I did my grade 11 and 12 um, at the Ledbetter Golf Academy in Florida. Okay. So I finished high school in 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 Florida, and then went from there to to Purdue. I wasn't that like I wasn't a hot junior. Um, I wasn't highly recruited at all. Um, I got into to Purdue as a, a on a walk on spot. Um, David Ledbetter and uh, Coach Browse, the direct old ex director of golf at Purdue, kind of knew each other and. Um, David was kind of like, Hey, I have this kid, you know, he's, he's pretty good. He might be okay. Um, just t- would you take him as a walk on essentially? Yeah. And, um, that's kind of how it started and didn't play much my freshman year, but, um, played pretty much the rest of the three years. And, um, and then 
so I did four and a half years of school at Purdue. And then I guess in 2017, I did turn pro and did Canadian tour Q school got through. Um, so 2017 is my first year. I think I made three cuts, two or three cuts in the 12 events. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty stern awakening to professional golf. <laughs> um, and then did web, it was web at the time, web Q school got through all three stages, um, played pretty much a full season out there. I think I made four cuts of like 18 event, 19 events got absolutely destroyed out there. And then, um, what did I do after that? I think I went to, to in 2019, that was 2018, 2019. I did PJ tour China when played a year out there. Wow. Um, I think I finished like 35th on the points list. Did nothing for me, really. I went to first stage, um, got through, and then, yeah, then I played, what, three full seasons on Corn Ferry, almost got my card. Um, didn't play too hot last year at all. Um, it was kind of a tough one. Um, had conditional status this year. Right. Um, wasn't it was really terrible status. It wasn't good enough status to end any events. Um, I hopefully I was hoping to Monday early Monday into an event and then, you know, make cut and reshuffle in. Um, I think I played like four, four Mondays, Monday into one shot nine under. It was a Dallas event, missed the cut. So then I was like, these Mondays kind of suck. Like, you know, you shoot 68, 67, you know, you walk home pissed. And you're playing good. Um, so then I was like, hey, I want to play four round tournaments because I feel like I'm playing good. Um, just not, it's not doing me any good, you know, missing all these Mondays. So I decided to go play the Latin events um, on my condition, based off my conditional corn fairy status. You can play Latin in Canada. Right. Um, so I, yeah, I went down there, played seven events, I think. Um, had a chance to win. I recently a couple chances to win probably um i think i i made all the cuts down there i think i made seven cuts um uh finished like 20th on the 22nd on 20th on the points list maybe so that got me an exemption in the second stage because if you finish six through 25 on the points list you get exemption in the second stage right um yeah and then decided to play the canadian events um got a sponsor exemption into ottawa and um and one uh which was sweet and just kind of got the ball rolling from there and obviously didn't finish in the top five just played like shit in the final event um but obviously it was still like a good season i wasn't i wasn't pissed if you would have told me that in the start of this you know the six canadian tour events i was going to play that i'd have a chance to finish top five i would have taken it um but um but yeah, here we are playing pretty solid golf and um, yeah, second stage coming up. Yeah. Do you feel, uh, obviously that's, you know, that's a, that's a grind so far for you. Do you feel that you're uh, every year you're getting better? You feel like you're in a really good spot heading into this upcoming season? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I have gotten better every year. Um, you know, so obviously there's been a couple of years that just haven't really, you know, you have nothing to show for it. Like you can, golf's crazy like you can you can 
honestly play pretty solid golf and shoot one, two under every round. And it's just not, you're going to miss right. every cut. Yeah. Um, and you're not, you're not playing bad. You're just not playing good enough. Um, so the, the, the line is so small. That's like the mental part of it. Like, I feel like that gets you over the edge. If you're, you know, if you've kind of, if you're dialed in mentally, that like you're, you're shooting one, two under, if you're on, you'll, you know, those one, two unders are four or five unders and you're, you know, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just going back to your time at Purdue, um, what did you major in? Was it like you were there to golf or did you get something that if golf doesn't pan out, you're falling back um, on this? My major was <laughs> organizational leadership and supervision was the major. So it's um, golfer. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. There was a lot of athletes in my in my major. Um, <laughs> I think I took some econ I took some econ classes and I was like, there's no chance. No chance I can do that. Um, but yeah, I made the I made the right choice because um I actually had a pretty good uh, GPA, so coach was pretty happy about that. Um, if I was an econ, he wouldn't have been very pleased. <laughs> or uh, anyone else that graduated with that same degree? What what are they doing these days? Um, they're either pumping gas or they're playing a professional <laughs> sport, probably. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, so you you kind of you touched on it a little bit, but uh, your success you played in the RBC Canadian Open this past year. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. cool experience, I'm sure. Tell us a little bit more about uh, that uh, as far as an event and and just playing with some other fellow Canadians and Aaron Cockrell and Miles Creighton for the first couple of days. What was that experience like for you? And and uh, just that coupled with, you had mentioned the sponsor's exemption, double question here, but does it always feel good to get those exemptions and then win to kind of pr- prove the concept of thank you for letting me in, I, I knew I had it? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> on that point, for sure. Like, yeah, you definitely don't feel too good about yourself. If they gave you a sponsor exemption and you missed a cut. Like, you're just like, yeah. you know, I wasted, wasted the spot for those guys. But, um, yeah, that was pretty sweet. But, yeah, Canadian Open was obviously amazing. Um, it's just insane how different it is out there than it is, um, on a, you know, not to knock Latin or Canadian events, but, like, it's just wildly different um, in every aspect. Um, but yeah, that was sweet. I think I I was looking at my schedule from early this year. I think I was playing like maybe three Latin events leading or two Latin events leading up to that. Or I don't know. We, I came from me and miles flew from Bogota, Colombia. Right. He yep. had just, he had just won, won that tournament. the event. Um, we were flying into Toronto, I don't know, red eye Sunday night getting in Monday, I think, um, but yeah, that was sweet. Just um, obviously, it was fun playing with him. Uh, I think we've played maybe two other times together. But um, coming off that win for him, and then going to Canadian Open, I know for him that was probably that was probably sweet. I bet he would have liked to play better. But um, and then Aaron, I don't know if me and Aaron have played together at a professional event maybe once a long time ago. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, it was yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. How did how did you like that course this year? Um it was good. It was good. There was there was probably like five holes that they I think probably shouldn't be in there. Yeah. Um but other than that, <clears throat> I think the layout's pretty good. Like obviously it's a tough track with the rough up and the the greens like they are. Um 
what Maybe, are your thoughts? Yeah, there's, there's a few silly holes, but I was yeah. gonna ask, what are your thoughts on 18 with that kind of sort of layup off the tee into the par yeah. five? And I mean, people people gave it a bad rap, and like it's obviously not great. Like, but say it's another 50 yards back, and people are just hitting driver. Like, people are probably gonna hit that fairway, and then probably hit that club in. So it's yeah. kind of just like you're just skipping the tee, sh- skipping the tee shot of hitting driver and just hitting, you know, four iron. Yep. But you're still hitting, you know, it'd be like a rich. Yeah, it's like a yeah. You're still hitting four iron, three iron in, um, to obviously like an insane green. Um, yeah. Greens maybe a little bit too much, but um, <laughs> not you know. If you're in a seventy footer on the seventy second <laughs> hole, I guess you probably can't yeah exactly. Okay off, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're liking that green if uh, you're Nick. Yeah, sure. yeah, and and hopefully, uh, you know, you, you play yourself into it again uh, this year because Hamilton. We went to Hamilton a couple of years ago, obviously, and that that track is just incredible. So, it's uh, it's the perfect spot for for the Canadian Open for sure. Yeah, I heard I heard that that course is it's made for a Canadian Open, just like with the range and the whole setup logistically for the whole for the tour to, you know, have a successful tournament. That's what I've heard. Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to I want to touch on something non golf related, obviously as part of the research that we do for this interview, we have to go through, you know, some Instagram posts and stuff like that. Sure. We saw you, yeah. we saw you slapping the keys on one of them. Are we, should we be calling mm-hmm. you DJ Stewie Mac or what's, yeah. uh, what's yeah, going DJ on there? Mac. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I have like a, I have a keyboard. I'm like a very amateur musician, but I have a keyboard and I have, I have it hooked up to GarageBand. <laughs> nice. And I have this little, like, it's like a loop machine. Yeah. So you can just like record layer stuff on top of each other. Um, and that's like so fun for me. Like I love just like looping, making little miniature beats, little songs. Like I like I just like fooling around the keyboard. I don't do it much. Um, but it's just kind of fun for me. So yeah. are you are you singing and rapping as well? Or no, 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 no. I no <laughs> no no vocals included. No, okay. Um yeah, usually just uh usually just mess around on the keyboard. God. Yeah, well okay. I'm- I, I may get you to send us one one file like your your best work for after because we always put a song at the end of our show and okay. uh, I no better song that I can think of than uh, did, did you say DJ Big Mac is that what you said <laughs> that's what I heard I don't have a, no I don't, there's no uh, I don't have a name I don't, don't have a name yeah, yeah I'm trying to, now I'm just trying to spitball what I'm what we're gonna call this episode episode two ninety three DJ Big Mac I think so it's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> that's good if you can somehow like strip audio off of a snapchat because that's how i if i like if i save something and send it it's always on snapchat okay that's so, easy um, that's easy yeah. we could do that well that's probably because well, you want it to, to be deleted immediately after. exactly <laughs> i don't want that thing this thing's resurfacing <laughs> right on um yeah well i think i'd like to get into a rap i think it's a good time to get into rapid fire well, ultimate foursome you usually do oh, before that, right? Yeah, shit, I forgot. Ultimate foursome. Uh, so yeah, every guest that comes on the show has to put together their ultimate foursome. So it's um, it's any three golfers that you would play with. Uh, they don't, or sorry, any three people that you'd want to play around to golf with. Uh, from any walk of life, whether athletes, celebrities, you name it, just people in your life. Uh, who you're playing with, and then where you're playing. We have some other questions about that in the in rapid fire, but where you'd play as well. Um, so I'd want it to be like competitive. So I want some good golfers. So I think I'd probably go like maybe like Steph Curry. Okay. Um, 
another basketball. Maybe like because I want to have like a degenerate gambling game. So yeah, like maybe maybe, maybe MJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then maybe like one of my buddies. Like I'd probably go like Taylor Pendrith probably. Nice, right. nice. Maybe split. Um, maybe do like split the teams up. Like me, MJ, Taylor Staff, or something like that. That's yeah, that's pretty good. That'd yeah, be very good match. And MJ yeah. would, and you, you're with MJ, you probably bankroll you, so you should be fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And where, where would you play? If you had any a chance? Um. Probably. Probably one of my favorite courses is probably Mirfield Village. Nice. Just sick track. Yeah. Probably yeah. Go bucket list. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. On that note, we'll just get right into rapid fire. What's your favorite course in Canada? Um, probably I mean yeah, this is tough <laughs> I mean the national is just is insanely pure I don't know okay it's a good I'd one probably, yeah I'd probably go I'd probably go the national okay uh, what's your favorite course in Saskatchewan um i've played one i don't remember what it was called where in the province I mean, was it? where'd you fly into dunes? probably dakota dunes probably, i imagine probably dunes honestly i was like i think i was like 13 i don't even i oh, have yeah. no idea ah, yeah. oh, it doesn't okay. count. all right doesn't count no. what was what no. was your first what was your first car um it was my mom's acura mdx Oh, nice. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, it's a better yeah. answer than me for most people. <laughs> a bucket list yeah. course you need to play that you have not yet. Um, I need to play probably like St. Andrews. Yeah. I need to go over there and play. No. Uh, who is your favorite sports team to cheer for? Oh, this could this could be good. Um, Probably the Jays. Oh, that was okay. Solid. Okay. Okay. Yep. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, always a fan favorite. What's the weirdest moment that's happened to you or that you've seen on a golf course? Like we've had all kinds of stuff here. You got to think of just like something that, when it happened, you're just like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Um, probably yeah, the first thing that comes to mind. It's like I hate talking about it, but it was it's one of my buddies. His name is Corey Pereira. We are playing at second stage like two years ago or whatever it was, three three years ago maybe. Um, but he kind of had a bad back and he was like hitting in the – he was in the trees and he hit a shot. The ball came flying back at him. He went like this to dodge it and just destroyed his back and had to withdraw. Locked her up. <laughs> yeah, he was done um, after that. No way. <laughs> it, was oh, like, no. Are you, it was like, are you – that just happened? Are you kidding me? Like – you came all this way. It's like third round, second stage. You're right there, and you're done. Oh, Oof. like do you have to get Such a cart? To take him? Yeah, cart and everything. Like, no, he walked walk. off. He walked off. He, yeah, it wasn't pretty. No, yeah, I have another. One. I have another one though. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, I was playing in China. I don't know, maybe round two. I'm playing with a guy. He's playing great. I think he's leading. We make the turn. Tee off at the back, so get to hole one. He tees off in the fairway. I tee off. Snap hook my tee shot in the hazard. I've got like one handed here, 
I throw the club down on the ground and it lands perfectly. So it goes like, like it's like spiraling like this straight to the side of the tee box smokes the guy <laughs> smokes the guy in the side of his head and he's wearing like a visor and it hits like the brim and it, like it shook him up but <laughs> like if the actual club would have hit him in the head it would have been a huge problem um but that was a wild thing i, I haven't thrown a club since i think well i'm actually <laughs> i'm actually upset that our fourth member bronell isn't here because that guy loves throwing clubs and getting mad on the golf course so he'd <laughs> You would be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, could happen to anyone, I guess, in that guy's mind. <laughs> so, how did what was like the after effects of that? Like, just like I, like, uh, um, no, like, I, like, I ran over to him and I like bear hugged him. And like, we weren't even like friends, but, like, we weren't like close. I just like bear hugged him. I was like, <laughs> I need to I'm embrace just, this guy. <laughs> I'm so like, don't kill me. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're um, just you're just holding his arms down so you could get yeah, exactly. I was, I was. <laughs> yeah, let him cool off a little bit. Yeah, just hold him yeah. for at least 30 seconds while he cools himself down. Uh, yeah. I, I got one here. How many hole in ones do you have? Um, I think I have nine. Nine that classic. I think I have so I have, many, you I can't even nine. count. He I has nine. nine. Okay, that's wow. uh, what was your latest one? Um, or I guess latest? what's the most memorable? Latest one was, um, I think, two summers ago in Kelowna, Canadian tour event. Um, my wife was catting for me and just started one. Awesome. It's like, yeah, that was the latest one in a tournament. Nice. Right on. Uh, Feels probably pretty good that you can like go and celebrate by kissing your caddy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about kissing, but there is high fives. Fair, fair enough. Uh, what's your latest uh, binge TV show? Um, Suits. Oh, oh nice. nice. What season are you on? Yeah. Uh, we're on season end of four, I think. Nice, Near five. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah, and this is the bad. first time. This is the first time watching it. First time watching it. Yeah, oh, yeah it's nice. good. Yeah, I saw I it was like it was just kind of randomly like trending, trending or whatever on Netflix. So and everyone was talking about it. So I, yeah, I don't know, like because like, yeah. it, it would have finished, I don't know, a couple of years ago anyway. But right. I saw that I saw that too that it was it like came back. Yeah, everyone's just yeah, like came back. whether they're rewatching it or just it was a very good show. The first few seasons are like unbelievable. Um, uh, favorite club in your bag? Um, right now it's probably my, uh, my three iron. It's like a two and a half iron nice. driving iron. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Yeah. That's really good. What's your favorite kind of like cheat meal or snack if you're sitting down to watch a movie? Um, Probably like popcorn. I'm a huge popcorn guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I love you, a bag of popcorn. Like, I know this is a dumb question, but I have to ask it because I know some people that don't put anything on popcorn. You like put butter on it though, right? Yeah, like it needs to be heavily buttered. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, good. I went to I went to college with one guy. He just popped popcorn, just put it in a bowl and ate it dry. He's like, "You want some of this?" No, I think he was doing it on purpose so he didn't have to share. Yeah, that's, a, that guy's that's smart sick. though. Yeah, that guy's he's sick. sick, sick buff. Still friends with that guy because you shouldn't be. Sick human. <laughs> uh, you got any got any other ones? I know we got one. Yeah, I got. Uh, you said, "What's your favorite club in your bag?" But like, what's in your bag for? Like, what's the makeup of your bag for brands and whatnot? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a ping guy, so I got all ping clubs. Um, got that new ping driver. 
just put a new shaft in it. It's called a TPT shaft. Um, they're like, or it's a special, it's like a specialty shaft kind of. They're out of Switzerland. They're like, they're hand rolled apparently. And they're supposed to be like the most stable driver shaft. Um, hmm. I've had them for a while, but I have their newest driver shaft in my driver. And it's insane. Like I hit it very straight and there's, it doesn't put a lot of spin on the ball. I tend to spin it more. So it has like no spin. So like, I feel like when I like miss it, it still kind of comes out kind of hot and, and rolls mm-hmm. a bunch. So I like yeah. my driver right now. Um, three wood ping and I go four through wedge. Yeah. Your regular ping wedges. And I have a PLD Oslo, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you, do you, do you fancy yourself a gearhead, or is it more once you're dialed in, you don't, you don't tinker too, too much. Yeah. I think once I'm dialed in, I don't, I hardly tinker at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some people that are serious, serious tinkers, but that's not me. So when the new stuff comes out, are you like first in line to kind of upgrade and get the new stuff or does it take you a little bit of time to kind of warm up to it and think, okay, it's going to go in my bag. Um, I generally just put it in the bag and just kind of figure it out. Like I think this latest driver, it took me like maybe a couple of months to just kind of figure out which setting I wanted to use. But, um, but yeah, for the most part, I'll just, I'll test it. It's fine. I'll throw it in. Nice. Nice. Not picky. Okay. Uh, Knup, you want to ask the last question? Uh, yeah. Are you a Coke or a Pepsi guy? I'm a Coke guy. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is. But, no, but, it's not everyone. but, but when I have a Pepsi, I'm like, love wow, it. this is like, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But you just so don't I, have them because you go with Coke all the time. It makes total yeah. sense. In the States, it's just more of, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say it's that. Yeah. Coke's just in more places. They just paid. More I think so. Yeah. yeah. But like sometimes, sometimes you go into a place and they're only Pepsi products and you're like, okay, like I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I'll take it. I sure. This place, this place has, it's no wonder this place is more busy. They have just, more yeah. But if you got, Pepsi. if you got Pepsi products, you're just going Dr. Pepper. You're not going Pepsi. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, awesome. Well, well, Stu, that's, that's all we got for you. Uh, we really appreciate you hopping on. I know uh, with the young family, it's tough to, to get some time away and, and hopefully we didn't keep you from a full episode of suits before bed here, but uh, I'm sure you'll find time to fit one in here, one or two. Um, so we for really sure, appreciate, sure. we really appreciate you hopping on. And uh, like I say, uh, hopefully uh, things go well and we'll see you in, in Hamilton this summer. And then, I mean, shortly after that, we're going to see you on the PGA tour. We're, we're sure of it. So. Awesome. Love it, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. All right, we're back. And uh, I'm pretty sure my mic isn't fixed, but whatever. Uh, big thanks to Stu Mac for joining the boys. Yeah, he was good. Like, real good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yep. I enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of insight into, obviously, the long road to uh, hopefully the PGA Tour someday. And uh, a lot of insight into his life, what goes on, and, and those beats. Can't mm-hmm. wait to play a beat at the end. Yeah, that'll be good. Spoiler, he sent us one. He was a man <laughs> of his word. Uh, all right, let's get into the news, Harv. Yeah, a little, little bit of news here. Um, start with one that kind of came out last week, but we didn't really touch on it, the Sachs Golf Awards. Yes. We just touched on uh, Duff Duff getting his, his sales rep of the year in Saskatchewan. Um, but Tyler Baker, Waska Sioux, they, uh, they won an award. Um, 
Ryan Wells at Elk Ridge, a couple big partners for the for the DTG podcast. And then uh, it's been a while, but uh, GMAC, yes, sir. Garrett McMillan, uh, won an award too. He also had a baby this week. Really? So new dad to him, so congratulations, GMAC. Um, but yeah, a couple awards there for, for friends of the pod locally, so wanted to get them on here. Um, but moving on, um, President's Cup came out, basically said no live, guys. So that's uh, so I, they're out. Yeah, I, they ain't playing. I still find that so weird. Like the American team just had a live guy on their team, and now the other groups are banning live guys. Like the European guys were not allowed, and then now the internationals are saying no. But the PGA Tour is going to allow it. Like, well, no, yeah. this is a PGA Tour event, though. Still, Ryder Cup, Cup isn't. Yeah, separate. I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think it makes a difference. And like none of the European guys on the Ryder Cup team on Live were gonna make it this Fair. year. Fair. Just wasn't happening. They Presence Cup definitely. Well, there's one Can't for sure. Yeah. There would be a couple. I well, think. there's only one on the internationals. Uh, Neiman. Yeah, me. I. Yeah. Probably Neiman Leishman? and Cam Smith. Leishman's playing pretty big, good golf right now. Mito. I yeah. guess there might be a few, but and now they're Smith's get the only lock. Now they're going to get thumped. Absolutely thumped. They got thumped last time. <laughs> like, they're going to get thumped it regardless. Was, it was close last time. The closest it's been in a while. Yeah, the yeah. legend of Tom Kim. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's out. Maybe it changes. Who knows? A um, couple hole-in-one things that went on this week. Um, you guys see the one where the guy had his pull cart right on the green? Right beside the <laughs> hole. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. How? Like, how does that happen? I don't know how it was allowed. Like, who was he playing with? Yeah. The playing partners were like, hey, man, you should probably <laughs> probably not <laughs> take your pull cart right beside the hole. I know you got a hole in one, but. Yeah, it doesn't give still. you a carte blanche to do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, in his... <laughs> In his defense, he probably thought he did have carte blanche to do whatever he wanted. I he mean, was, and that's what he would have said too. I was so caught up in the moment, I didn't even think. Yeah, yeah, but I don't buy that. I don't give him any leeway. Leeway that is unacceptable. That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, uh, that guy made a hole in one, but there was that. What are they? Lip protectors or hole protectors? Oh yeah, the liner. Yeah, the whole liner or whatever. Um, it was on the outside of that, but inside the hole. Not all the way, but yeah, yeah. I've I'm seen I've seen those a few one. times. I think. I mean, I'm counting it. <laughs> that one, I'm it counting. Did. Yeah, it airmailed it in. Yeah, like that's no brainer. Um, next, moving on here, uh, Annika Sorenstam is going to be a member at Augusta, so that's kind of a. I guess times are a changing. Yep. <laughs> so, more and more every year, some of those members just rolling over in their well, graves. Well, Condoleezza Rice <laughs> is there, is she not? Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. So she kind of paved the way. Yeah. Speaking of exclusive golf courses, uh, TPC Sawgrass raised their rates. Sounds like it's 900 bones U.S. to to play there. Peak. I don't know if I would. I couldn't. I wouldn't. I would love to. I don't know. But there's no chance. I don't think I'm playing a course for more than... 300. 300 American. 500 Canadian. That's the most I'm paying. And even then, it's got like... It ain't gonna be just some run of the mill like this is the nicest in the area. Yeah, I, you got to pay three hundred. It's got to be like so. I probably Bucket won't list. play them because they're 
not that cheap, yeah. but that's all I'm paying. Yeah, is, 900 is it's insanity. Well, what's like Pebble now in those peak? They're like 11. I think, it, I think it's like I thought it was like 600 bucks. No, I think they're up around four digits. Okay, let me look. Yeah, I don't I have a hard time paying that for that. For I mean, anything, it would be really. it would be amazing, but not for yeah, that much. The experience, I guess. You go on cruises and stuff like that. They're all inclusives. Yeah. yeah, you could go to what's the place in Minnesota? Breezy Point. Yeah. yeah. For go that much weekend. and go for a whole weekend and golf. Drink your face off. Drink your face off. Play thirty six a day for the same as playing yeah. Sawgrass once. Uh, Six twenty five for Pebble. What's the other one though? Cypress. I thought there was a. I thought I thought I saw a thing where someone's paying like eleven hundred bucks to play these courses. Might be. I think Cypress is more of a private club. Yeah, it's insane. Anyways, that's too much money for golf. Yep. Uh, next, uh, Michael Block was invited to play the Australian Open. So, I guess we'll call that a eighteen minutes of fame for <laughs> yeah. that guy because exactly. he just <laughs> refuses to go away. It's because of social media now. He's just pu- pushing it, pushing it. And then we got to deal with him all over again in, in May. He's still getting a ton of uh, ton of run with a lot of places. Podcasts and speaking events. and. Mm-hmm. Imagine know. if he had Rory's length, you guys. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> be something else in this world. Uh, next, uh, Vince India and Vinny. Jake Steano. I think, uh, were suspended recently for betting on golf. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know what to say. So it, the one that I read most of it was the, the Vince India guy. So apparently he made four bets. No, that was Jake. Was that Jake? Yep. 116 bucks he bet. Yes. Total on four bets. And three of them were on an exhibition match, the Brooks versus Bryson match. So not even like a real event. I don't know what the other one was, but I still think, and like the whole thing came out in the NHL this week, right? With the guy from the Ottawa Senators got caught betting and got suspended for 41 games. Like, I still think if you're a golfer, like a high end golfer, like you got to have a guy that you could give money to. Yep. And he just bet. Like, say, say you got a wedding coming up and you know you're not playing the weekend anyways. Right? Because you got to go to this wedding. So you get your guy to place a bet on you to miss the cut. Because you've entered this tournament. John Rahm's probably they plus, trace it. plus money to miss the cut. You yeah. go find this guy like seven degrees of separation. Well, it would have to be a lot of degrees of and separation. And he puts like, I mean, you couldn't put like 50 grand on it. That'd be too obvious. But like, put like a thousand bucks on John Rahm to miss the cut. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, it's risky business. They know. I mean, People you don't get know. in trouble. John Rom would get in trouble. You wouldn't get in <laughs> that's, trouble. That's a good point. <laughs> Make a good point there. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, risky want, for me. I just want a cut of it. I'll give him the money. Yeah. But. Oh man. Well, and the worst part is he was just a random player on some like fourth or fifth tier league at that point. Right? Like he wasn't even playing on the Corn Ferry Tour or anything. Hey, they're cracking down hard on gambling, even though. Every professional sports league gets millions of dollars from gambling companies every year yep. <laughs> to run advertisements. Yep. So, so I'll never. But world, here's the th- weird world. But 
that's the thing. I, I, I agree to an extent on that statement because just because they sponsor it doesn't mean that you have to promote it. They promote the sport, not you. So I understand that. But you shouldn't care to some degree about where the money is coming from because they're paying you. And if in your contract you can't do that, that's the they're allowed to do whatever they want to make the money to pay you. And if they have to do that by like I by promoting betting companies, they're betting people are betting on you to play. You don't get to bet just because it's on your I just don't get it. Like uniform. I I get like Pete Rose bet on games he was playing in just never for them to lose. He always Correct. bet on them to win, yes. right? Yes. Like that's a faux pas. But like why couldn't Pete Rose bet on the Yankees to beat the Mets? He has no skin he, in the game. He might have some inside information. Yeah, but league. family members can bet on. That's true. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It's a slippery slope, my friend. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I guess that's why they. That's took, why they outlawed. It took so long for them to allow to all of do this it, stuff yeah. happen. Yeah. 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 Well, it's weird to me. Um, next, next uh, the PGA Tour apparently. Or rumored turned down an investment from Endeavor, who owns UFC and WWE, a few years back. And uh, Phil Mickelson came out and kind of responded to it. And basically doing what he does now, any chance he gets to paint Roger Goodell in yeah. a bad light, he is all over it. And, I mean, I'm here for it 100%. Like, this, this Phil is the best Phil in history. Definitely the best Right Phil. now. Yeah. Like that's that's no one can argue that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is the best Phil right now. Um, yeah, so who knows what happens with that? Well, I guess it won't be Endeavor now it lives in there, but yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh other big news, John Rahm's throwing out the first pitch tomorrow at the World Series. Is it I'll gonna watch. be a strike? I have a feeling no. that John Rahm can get throw it to a baseball. The plate. I think he can throw a baseball. I kinda have a feeling he can. How was the one tonight? Did anyone see? Randy Johnson? No, no. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't see it either. It's probably on Twitter somewhere. Now that my mic's wrecked, I can't even turn it. To what if What if he hit another bird? <laughs> um, the Halloween costume of Randy Johnson and the bird? Yeah, not Last bad. One. Yeah. Uh, next, I guess. So I guess they are doing franchises for this TGL because yep. Boston just the Boston Common Frogs. Is that what it was? That was their logo. Yeah, they're frogs. Just the the Common frog. is their name. Boston Common Boston is Common. their name. Oh, and their, their oh, logo gotcha. is a frog. Yeah. Gotcha. I like it. Yeah. I don't understand the premise of that thing yeah. whatsoever. So there's teams. We'll I mean, you got to think Keegan Bradley's on Boston Common, right? Got to be. Yep. Has to. But anyways. Kay. And then just around the world, the two tournaments that went on, LPGA, the Maybank Championship, uh, Celine Boutier beat Anita Titicol in a playoff. Nine-hole playoff. Nine holes? Yes. It went nine holes. Holy moly, I didn't see that. Rose Zhang was third, and Brooke M. Henderson was sixth. Still it was M again. Still there. Really? And nice, like, good trophy. Like, silver tiger face trophy. Okay. Off the charts, displayability. And then the DP uh, World Tour, the Qatar Masters, won by Sammy Valamaki, Callaway guy. Aaron Cockrell was 47th. This is the Clam Trophy. Oh, oh I nice. love that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. 
Yes. Um, yeah, that's the news. All Quick right, and picks. dirty. Picks, uh, no tournament last week, so standings are still Maddie B2, Canoop 2, uh, Brock and myself 0. Um, and we have a tournament this week. Worldwide yes, we Technology do. Championship. Uh, we have the, like Maddie B had said, Worldwide Technology Championship at El Cardinal Golf Course in Los Cabos, Mexico. Tigers course. Tigers course. So par 72, 7,363 yards. Um, after they announced, uh, after Liv, I guess, w- announced that they were coming here, or I guess at Mayakoba, because that's where it traditionally yes. it's been played, uh, they said, uh, we're out. And then they came to Tiger and said, hey, we're going to come and play at your course. And he said, are you sure? I didn't design this to be a PGA Tour golf course. Correct. Yep. He said, it's a resort course. This place is going to get eaten up. So expect the scores this week to uh, to be fairly low out there. Yes. And uh, fellow Moose Javian lives there. Yes. On the golf course. Absolutely. Yes. A lot of player um, gear floating around. That'll be really cool. Hopefully we see some. Yes. Uh, this is the first tour event that Tiger will, I guess, that a course will be played at one of his design courses. Um, yeah. Outside of that, five guys uh, inside the top 50 this week that playing. Okay. Uh, Aberg, Olberg. And Whatever you want to say is playing. And our four Canadians. And then four Canadians. Uh, I put them in our chat, but I don't remember. Bronell just royally screwing us again by not. Hughes, Svensson. Hold Pendrith. on. Pendrith. Gligich. Uh, and Pendrith. I think we're the four. That is the four. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, 4,500 and under is the correct um one thing we hadn't talked about uh that i meant to talk about like two weeks ago now the hero world challenge yes left that spot open for tiger woods they did eh is he gonna use it i don't know but they left a special guest entrant spot in the Mm. tournament so that was there but yeah we should probably do picks all right order uh canoop baddie b me bruno 10-4. 10-4. All right. I'm going to give away uh, Lucas Herbert. Two. I'm going to go to Harv. Oh, week. nice Harv. What do you think about that? Wasn't on my radar, so I don't know if that's good or bad. 4,500. I'm going to take Joel Damon. Mm. What's mm-hmm. he at? 5,000. 6,600. Damon. Okay, I'm going to take Davis Riley. Okay. I think it's only fair that Bronell takes Troy Merritt. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yep. Back to Canute. I don't know if I want to do this. Oh, man. Man. I'm going to take Harv's guy, Henrik Norlander. You didn't take him first, Harv. That's your fault. (laughs) Yeah, why would I take him first? He's like (laughs) 10,000 of them. Okay. Uh, Back to me. I'll take Davis Riley. I just took him. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention again. Hey, caught, caught me again. Holy moly. Uh, give me KH Lee. Okay. Sorry, Harv. That's all right. 
Uh, I will take... This mic's really got me messed up. Hmm. I'm going to take Cam Champ. Nice. Okay. Uh, Brono. Oh, right. I got to give Brono another guy. I just feel like... Peter Quest? No, I'm going to give... Oh, right. I guess he has to pick one. Yeah, Peter Quest? Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. I had him on my list. That's all right. (laughs) Actually? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Peter Quest? Nothing. 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 Uh, uh, you have to you're kidding or not? I'm gonna take Mav McNeely. This guy. I almost did. Rolled last week or last year, or so okay. Put him I back can't believe there. how low he is in I'm the gonna standing. G- I'm gonna yeah. give Bronell Matt Kuchar. Mm, Mexico. Nice. Yeah. Solid. You gotta give him someone good. Give him Quest. Oh, it's me? Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, I got to give... I'll give Canoop Homeless Hubs. Nice. I'll take it. Is that it? No, Bronell needs one more. Uh, He's got to give Matt... He's got to give Matt... Oh, he's got to give me... uh, So I think he's going to give me Ludwig (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know about that. Oh. Okay. Probably if, Chris Kirk. If he was here. I bet you he'd give you Chris Kirk. Not too he'd give go. me Chris Kirk I think or he'd Davis give Thompson. Or he'd give me Ben Griffin, I think actually. Ben Griffin, he'd probably yeah. give, yeah, he'd give me Ben Griffin. Yeah. That's it. So Griffin okay. it is. We do in a bet. Uh, best I bet. I did have one in mind. Yeah, it's Canoops because I'm too busy getting Max I I put one together. Maybe. I just put took four of my guys, Carl Yuan. Trevor Werbelow, Matt Kuchar, and Henrik Norlander, all top 30. Four. Plus 22,164. <laughs> 2200 bucks on 10. I was trying to find. They don't like. They don't think Werbelow is going to be very good. No. <laughs> uh, uh, what Bruno? the winning or score would end up being. I was trying to bet something like lower, low 20s, but I couldn't find it on this book. Well, we got to do Harv's then. Why not? Yeah, Harv's. Okay. Okay. You guys got anything else? I don't think there's really anything else other than Halloween. If Bronow was here, he'd continue bitching about it. Mm -hmm. But for those that listen to the Mac or Stuart Mac interview, he did send his uh, a little bit of an excerpt of some of his work. It's going to be played on my phone, which typically sucks. So. Let's hopefully everyone enjoys this. And it's played on the mic that doesn't work. We'll get it fixed for next week. Now that we've identified the problem, we know what it is. It's me. And that's why it doesn't work. It doesn't happen when there's mic stands because I don't ever touch my mic. That's right. Uh, You guys got anything else? Nope. All right. I present to you Stuart Mac, DJ, DJ Stewie Mac, DJ Big Mac. And it's time for us to hit the clubhouse. Uh oh. Oh, I can only play it once. Stewie, send it back. Ah, shit. Once I get this back, I'll play it. Promise. It's time for us to hit the clubhouse again. <laughs>